Super Talk Mississippi media production. Taylor Swift is coming to New Orleans, and Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and Super Talk are giving away a free pair of tickets. For your chance to win, go register now at Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and get your name in for the final drawing from Margaritaville and Super Talk 103.1. Welcome in on a Sunday evening. My name is Michael Bork. You're listening to the Rebel Report. Always glad that you guys are with me. Ole Miss just completed. A sweep of LSU. If you're counting at home, Ole Miss has now won seven games in a row and have really changed their season outlook. I mean, there's still baseball to be played. It is not a job done yet in terms of making the postseason, but they are now making a case, and that is not something I thought I was going to be able to say two weeks ago. So we'll do a quick recap of the LSU series uh, here on this Sunday, again, Sunday edition of the podcast. That is brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. Weather was beautiful. Your team was on the road. I hope you spent your weekend behind the grill like I did yesterday. I smoked some ribeyes, seared them off in a cast iron skillet after about an hour and a half slow smoke. It was perfect. And if you want to do the same thing, first, I'll I'll give you my method. It's not like scientific or anything, but if you want it, I will tell you about it. And I will also tell you to go get those ribeyes and anything you want to throw on the grill at LB's. Tell Greg and the good people there that I sent you. They have daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, and they're right there in Oxford, and it is the best place to get your meat in Mississippi. Good sides as well. Great advice. If you don't want to take it from me, take it from them. That's at LB's just across from Kroger on University right there in Oxford. And uh, I'm not going to take credit for it. I'm not going to take credit for it, but you guys should know by now, if you have known me and you know um, how life works, that because I was so out on this team, I was so out, done. They, they have no pulse. They've checked out. Let's start talking about coaching searches. It is over for this team. Look at what they've done since. I mean, yeah, you are welcome because that's usually what happens to me. No, I'm, I'm kidding, of course, but this is not something that I saw coming. This is not something that I saw coming. I mean, we had the conversation on the radio show this week about, uh, you know, are they, did they benefit from a favorable schedule with Missouri being, you know, quite bad and Southern Miss really struggling? Uh, are they playing better? Are they getting hot? Or is it somewhere in between? And as we've learned, it is very clearly, very clearly that this team is hot. And I, I know some people have said things like, oh, well, they, you know, this started in Fayetteville. It really didn't. They pitched it very well in Fayetteville, but they didn't play good baseball in Fayetteville. Uh, they pitched it well, but they didn't play good ball there. I, I mean, I guess defensively they didn't really shoot themselves in the foot, but the, no, it, it, they, they pitched it well there. They started playing good baseball seven games ago against Missouri. That's when really this team started putting everything together. And uh, I didn't see it coming. I did not think they were going to win seven straight games. Um, I didn't think that they were going to have an RPI in the 30s right now. I didn't think that they were in a situation where if they win a series against Texas A&M at home, they, they are very likely going to play in the postseason. I did not foresee this coming. I completely and totally counted this team out. After that series in Fayetteville, after getting beat by Mississippi State, and I mean, on April 19th, after the SEMO loss, I – really thought it was over for this team, but it's not. 
Yeah. Uh, they deserve a lot of credit for staying in the fight and playing the way they have. Uh, the The last seven games have been complete wins. They're doing it with the home run. They're also doing it with stringing hits together. They're doing it by pitching it very well. And not just starters, the bullpen has has given them very good innings in these last seven games, and they just went down to Baton Rouge. And forgive my language, everybody. Excuse me, earmuffs if you got kids listening. They just kicked LSU's ass. That's that's what happened this weekend. They went to Baton Rouge, and they kicked LSU's ass this weekend. That is what happened. Uh, they did it with an elite-level performance from Delusia pitching Friday and Saturday morning, which was so impressive. I mean, you've got a one-two punch going into next year on the mound that um, you feel like is among the best in the nation uh, going into next year. You should anyway. Um so Delusia gives you just magic on Friday slash Saturday. And then for the next two days, you were just significantly better than them. You hit home runs, you hit doubles, you pitched it well. This team has turned a corner. Is it too late? I don't think so because, I mean, honestly, at this point, if they just get one next weekend and one in Hoover, I think they're safe to make the tournament. And now, I mean, I'm not predicting anything. I'm not saying that this team is, is going to make a deep postseason run. I, I don't think they will still to this day. I really don't. Um, but my gosh, if you are, um, if you're a host, a team that's hosting, if you're Gonzaga, for example, um, when Ole Miss shows up to your regional as your two or three seed, you are pissed. <laughs> Just furious with the way they're playing and the talent that they've got. I mean, imagine being a Gonzaga, for example. Here, I've got the RPI up right now. Let's pick just a random team that's in the hosting conversation. Uh, Virginia Tech or Maryland or Oklahoma State. One of, one, of these, one of these programs that is in line to possibly host. Dallas Baptist and Ole Miss gets sent to you as the three seed. And in game two of the regional, you've got to see Hunter Elliott, who, although as a freshman, is dominating SEC lineups. And then, oh, by the way, Kevin Graham and Tim Elko and Kemp Alderman, who's really come on. Uh, you're furious with the way they're playing right now, them showing up in your regional. Just absolutely furious. So, um, yeah, I, I expect them to make the tournament at this point with the way they're playing. They're an incredibly confident bunch. They're playing like it, uh, clicking on all cylinders. Every cliche that you can come up with with somebody that's like playing really well right now, that is Ole Miss at the moment. They are playing extremely good baseball right now in all facets of the game. And, uh, I mean, I think it's an absolute long shot. It's a, it's a complete and total long shot. But let's pretend for a second like they win three games against Texas A&M this weekend and get to 16 and 14 in the league and then make a run in Hoover. I mean, I'm not going to say it's insane to think that if they win all of their games, that there's a, a you know, a possibly or a possible argument for them being a host. Now, that, that's getting way, 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 way ahead of ourselves, of course. But with the way they're playing, you can't just rule that out. Uh, it's impressive. I did not expect this. I thought this team was dead. I called them as much. I, I expected them to be dead. I thought they were. They were dead. But there's 
just a little pulse in there somewhere, and they found something. And here they are now winners of seven in a row. I mentioned that outing from Delusia. I mean, going seven complete over two days, 117 pitches, only gave up three runs, and uh, honestly, it was probably left in a batter too long. That's hindsight, whatever. Um, but struck out nine in those seven innings over two days. And it's just his mentality. Um, again, earmuffs for the kids. He's He's got that hard-ass mentality on the mound that you need from a Friday night guy. And he delivered that for you Friday slash Saturday. And uh, he was the reason for the win. Just uh, another exceptional performance. Johnson was really good in his two innings as well. That's nice to see after he had some struggles there in the middle of the season. And then come Saturday, where Hunter Elliott was great, six and two-thirds, nine strikeouts, only gave up one earned run. Uh, he did walk three, just over 100 pitches. So he was exceptional for a freshman. I mean, you you could see it after his first outing. He's going to become great. He is on that path um, and was really, really good. But here is the story of that game for Ole Miss. Um, I mean, they had four guys hit home runs, which – I always felt stupid criticizing the home run thing, but it was feast or famine with them. It was either they were hitting a home run or they weren't scoring runs. In this case, that they benefited from the long ball in that 11-1 to win on Saturday. But 11 runs on 12 hits and the balance of which those hits came is impressive to me. So when you look at the, the lineup, Bench had one, Gonzalez had one, Elko had one, Graham had three. He's just, you know, channel your Zoolander. So hot right now. Uh, he's got he had three. Alderman had one. McCants had one. Leatherwood had one. Chatney had two. Dunhurst had one. That I mean, every single starter in the lineup on Saturday in Baton Rouge at the box had at least one hit in the game. It, it's the the balance is impressive. And then yeah, you had the same thing that just happened. Diamond gave you just enough. You know, maybe. I understand what Mike's doing. I know people, and they're right, the second time through the order and what happens with Derek Diamond, but it, it's, it hasn't been as egregious as some people are making it out to be. That sounds crazy, I know. It, it hasn't been as egregious as some people are making it out to be or have been making it out to be. He was he was okay. To, he was fine, and which is really all you need for Sundays. Uh, four runs on six hits, struck out five, uh, got you into the fifth inning. It's really all you can ask for for a Game 3 guy in a series like this. Washburn, Gaddis, and Johnson only gave up one run combined after Diamond came out. Johnson good again. Um, kind of wasn't as sharp as he was uh, yesterday, but that's okay. Uh, he's still pitching much better. The stuff is still very good, and, and he seems like he's got his confidence back. But here's another balanced offensive output. So he scored eight runs on 11 hits. And here it is again. Bench had two. Gonzalez was blanked, which doesn't happen much. But Elko had one. Graham had two. Alderman had one. McCants didn't have a hit today. But Leatherwood had one. Chatney had three hits today. He's coming on. And Dunhurst had one. So seven of the nine guys in the lineup got a hit today. So that is – and it's they didn't rely on the home run. I mean, again, they had three today. <laughs> but it's not the only way they're scoring now. They had four doubles in the game today. Uh, yesterday, they had a pair of doubles with those four home runs. It's not just that they're scoring runs and getting hits. It's not just dependent on the home run. It's uh, lineup, balance, getting guys on much better at bats. 
Um, they're fighting, man. I mean, it, what else is there to say? They're they're really fighting right now, and it's uh, it's quite impressive uh, the the flip or the switch that has been flipped for this team. They look totally different. They looked what they should have looked like from the beginning, but hey, they're uh, they're here. And uh, we'll get to more of that here in a second. But the podcast is also brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. If you're in the market for office technology solutions and you are anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, if you are in the market for office technology, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. So anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage and data security, phone systems, if it's tech, if it's in the office, absms.com is the website. Advantage Business Systems has you covered. Tell them I sent you. Look at a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find that solution for you. ABSMS.com. So very clearly, Ole Miss is playing better baseball. They're putting themselves in a position for a postseason berth. Right now, their RPI is 38, so there's still work to be done here. It's not, um, it's not set in stone. The Arkansas State game is going to set them back RPI-wise. Uh, they're 228. Arkansas State is even though it's on the road. Um, despite what somebody uh, sent me on Twitter last night about uh, a message board poster thinking the idea of canceling the Arkansas State game is crazy because the road game could help you. Uh, no, this road game cannot help you. Old Miss's RPI will drop regardless of the result on Tuesday. They should consider canceling the game. I know. Some people don't like that, and I understand, and I respect you for your principles. The game is on the schedule. You should play it. I understand all that. I do. I get it. I do. It's good to have principles in life. However, this is not an unprecedented thing. Texas A&M has already done it. Mike Bianco is literally coaching for his job. Now, nothing that happens in the regular season will change that status. It's all about the postseason, but the thing is he's got to get there. He's got to get there, and playing this game will harm that. Playing this game will harm the team's chances at making the postseason. Even if they win by 100, it doesn't matter. It will set them back in the RPI, and it's it's wrong. It's incorrect. The fact that your RPI can drop this late in the season after a win is a problem, and the formula needs to be reworked because in no other sport do you get punished for winning. I mean, college basketball, your last games of the season are all conference games. Now, there are bad teams in, in your conference, sure, but you're still playing conference games. This is a non-conference game in the last week of the regular season that harms you even if you win. That doesn't exist in football because a committee is selecting, not based on a metric. And in basketball, you're only playing conference games. So this is a unique thing in major college sports anyway, but Mike Bianco's coaching for his job. This team is fighting for their postseason life. And this game, even if they win, will set them back in the metric that is basically the end-all, be-all in selection. Cancel the game. There's rain in the forecast on Tuesday. Don't play it. I know some people don't like that. Don't play the game. It will hurt you. It, it will absolutely damage you regardless of how many you win by. And the RPI is the end-all, be-all. Don't give them a reason to drop. It's good right now. If you play this game and then only take one from Texas A&M, who just swept Mississippi State, by the way, it can hurt you. 
and you could miss the postseason, and nobody wants that. Even the biggest Mike Bianco haters are lying when they say they don't want to see their team make the postseason, I think. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe some people just are so ready for change that they don't even want the team to make the postseason. But either way, don't play the game. They shouldn't. But that's just me. Uh, a path to the postseason, I, th- I think it's rather simple. Um, regardless of Tuesday's result, I think if they do take two from Texas A&M and don't get beat on Tuesday in Hoover, they will make the postseason. And again, that will be a team that nobody wants to see as their three seed in their regional. And um, no doubt, no doubt, if you're one of those people concerned about this, nothing that happens in the regular season changes the job status. Nothing. Not one thing that happens in the regular season will change that. It's all about the postseason, but they are working their way towards getting there, which I did not foresee at all. But I am kind of an idiot. So, anyway. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. That's your uh, weekend recap. Ole Miss getting the win, the sweep over LSU in all sports, by the way. All sports. Football, men's basketball, baseball. Swept LSU. It's nothing a hospital charity or two can't fix. Uh, Y'all have a good rest of your weekend. I'll talk to you again soon. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.